0: One mistake that a lot of Christians make is a thing that they have no role to play anymore in the outcomes of their lives. The thing that since Jesus has died and has paid the price, then all that needs to be done. All they need to do is to go and relax and be waiting for manifestation. What Christ has done for you in his atonement atoning death may not automatically is it manifest in your life and so you as a believer is you have to understand how to make this things manifest in your life is that very important hallelujah and so paul teaches us something in in philippians chapter 2 Two verses there. Philippians 2 from verse 12. Walking out our salvation. Philippians 2 verse 12. It says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but not much more in my absence walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling now I want to take note of that walk out your own salvation walk out your own salvation That is an instruction, and I've always told you anytime an instruction is given in scriptures to us, it means that it is our responsibility to carry out the instruction. You're not going to wait for God to carry it out for you, you're not going to wait for your pastor to carry it out for you. You're not going to wait for that prophet that is a great prayer warrior to carry it out for you. If you have been given an instruction, then it is your responsibility to carry out the instruction. For example, what I was saying that in all things, give thanks to God for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for sending you. That's an instruction. Say in all things, in all circumstances of life, give thanks to God. And so you are the one that should do the giving thanks to God. In you know that place, God tells us that, "Listen." To be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanks you will let your requests be made known unto God. And so he says, be anxious for that. It is your responsibility not to be anxious for any reason. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And so the point is this: when an instruction is given to us in scriptures, you are the one to carry out the instruction. Yeah, he it tells you walk work out your own salvation. So, is you, you are responsible for the outworking of your salvation in Christ in your experience? Glory to Jesus. You are responsible for working out the benefits of your salvation in Christ. In your experience on the earth. Amen. Let's have vital that you understand this. So they have always obeyed, and he's enjoining them, is admonishing them to keep on in that obedience, even though he is no longer with them. And that is they should keep working out their own salvation with fear and trembling. Hallelujah. Now I need to say something about salvation. Because I know that somebody will think that when we talk about salvation, we're just thinking about being saved and then having the life of God and going to heaven. What many Christians Know about salvation is that they have received Jesus and then they are going to heaven. Salvation from sin. But they fail to realize is that sin had consequences. Sin had consequences. And so it is true that you have been saved from sin. Bible tells us in Colossians and Ephesians that in Christ in whom we have redemption is blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And so we have been forgiven of our sins, but our sins be forgiven is not just for us only to make heaven. When our sins were forgiven, we were also delivered from the consequences of the sin of man. You know, when Adam sinned in the garden and fell by disobedience, he brought the principle of death upon the earth. That is why you find the word death in every area of life, decay, deterioration, disintegration in every facet of human life That came in because of the fall of Adam is disobedience. That is why you find sicknesses, diseases, poverty, lack, and all kinds of evil you find in the world today is it came up as a result of sin. And so salvation in the Bible covers. Being saved from sin, and also being delivered from the consequences of sin. You are not only forgiven your sins; your sins were forgiven. Yes, you make heaven. That is, you are now a child of God. You are now God's own. But also. You were delivered from all the evils that sin brought into the world. You have been saved from sickness. You have been saved from diseases. You have been saved from failure and lack and poverty and all kinds of evil. You have been saved from stress. You have been saved from all kinds of diseases, all kinds of things happening in the world. You were saved by that same death that Jesus died on the cross. Hallelujah. And so the point is this, that salvation in the Bible, both in the Old and New Testament, covers every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. Glory to Jesus. And so when you understand that, you appreciate what the Apostle Paul is saying here, that we should work out our own salvation. Paul is not teaching us that we should is a work to save ourselves from sin so that we will not go to hell we will go to heaven i don't know what he's saying here at all is it the one the ten work out there means that you should bring to manifestation what god has done already inside of you you have been saved your spirit has been recreated you are not a child of God you now have eternal life in your spirit but you see that eternal life needs to find expression in your outward life it is that outward expression of the life of God of eternal life that outward expression manifestation and reality of salvation is what the Apostle Paul Is telling us to walk out Glory to Jesus Amen And so I know that Jesus In his Atoning debt Paid for all sicknesses And diseases And so nobody No human being Needs to be sick Or afflicted by any disease Because His atoning work. Cover that. But I find in my experience symptoms of weakness, symptoms of illness, what should I do? Paul says, Walk out your salvation. So, in this case, what salvation? Walk out in your experience the reality that Jesus has already paid for that illness. Hallelujah. And so, if he has paid for that illness, you are now the healed of the Lord. You are not the sick trying to be healed. You are now the healed of the Lord, in spite of the symptom. You are now the healed of the Lord. So, what do you do? You walk out that reality in your experience. Glory to Jesus. And we are going to see how that is done. But I need to explain this to you. Praise the Lord, Jesus. The Bible tells us, in Second Corinthians, say, you know the grace of the Lord Jesus. Now though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that ye, through his poverty, may become rich. And so that establishes the fact that the atonic death of Jesus took care of lack and poverty. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus. That even though he was rich, for your sakes if he became poor, that ye through his poverty might become rich. Some say that he's talking about spiritual riches. No, talking about all riches, material, financial riches. Glory to God. That you find out in your experience that it's like you're always short of cash. It's like you never have enough. Paul says, Listen, walk out your salvation. What is the salvation? Through the grace and poverty of Jesus, you have been made rich. That is what you are legally. Your experience is saying something else. That God says, listen, what you need to do is to make your legal position or standing your practical experience. Hallelujah. Because God has put you in a legal position, a legal standing of being rich through the grace and poverty of Jesus and so in your career in your job is you see you are to prosper financially you have to prosper materially and so when that is not happening something is wrong it is not god that wants you to have lack in your life no if you wanted to have lack in your life jesus will not abandon his riches to become poor in order for you through his grace to become rich, so if Jesus has done that already for you so it is not God, and that is what Paul is saying here, he said "Walk out thou salvation reject luck reject poverty Walk out your salvation with fear and trembling glory to Jesus amen and so to walk at our salvation is to make real in our practical experience what God in Christ Jesus has done for us. It is to make real in our practical experience the legal standing and position that we are now in because of the atoning work of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. I give you another on it's an illustration or an explanation in Isaiah the prophet says and all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace now that is a promise Paul in, in Corinthians one of his Corinthian letters tells us that all the promises of scriptures in Christ, they are yes, and they are amen. Now, what that means is that what Isaiah said, that all your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace, is the Paul says that promise is yes and amen now. And so, so for us in the New Testament, it is no more, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace. Rather, it is now. All your children are taught of the Lord because it is now yes and amen. All your children are taught of the Lord, and great is presently their peace. May you find in your experience that maybe things are not like that for, for your children, for your family. What do you do? The apostle Paul says, Walk out your salvation. Work out your salvation. That is, make that word a reality in your life, in your experience. Don't give up on that word. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. He said so you should do this with fear and trembling, with reverence before God. Hallelujah. Now let me read this from the New Living Translation that later part. It says, Work hard to show the results of your salvation. obeying God with deep reverence and fear. So the New Living Translation tells us that to work hard our salvation means to work hard to show the result of our salvation. Glory to Jesus. And that is every time we explain this glory to God, work hard to show the result of your salvation. Is he don't allow your salvation to go to waste in this life. Hallelujah. You don't need money in heaven. You don't need financial prosperity in heaven. You don't need good health in heaven. You don't need your children to be obedient and observing the Lord in heaven. You don't need all those things in heaven because no rebellion is in heaven. No rebellion will be found in the eternal kingdom where Christ will reign as the son of David for eternity. No rebellion, no sickness, no disease, no failure, no lack Will be found in that place in that kingdom, and so you don't need to go to heaven, you don't need to wait for the eternal kingdom to come before you enjoy your salvation. You need to show the result of that salvation on this earth. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah! Amen. You know, many will reach heaven and don't realize how that they did not enjoy there's salvation in the earth and so Paul is telling you, listen you need to enjoy that salvation amen, you need to walk in the fullness of that salvation while you are here on the earth glory to God, that eternal life that you have received by salvation John tells us in 1, verse he says I have written all these things to that you may know that you have eternal life it is not something you are going to have when you get to heaven, it is something in your possession, and that life indestructible life, glory to God Hallelujah! With that life, you conquered in this world. That is what Paul in Romans chapter five, is it tells us verse twelve. That says, "As many of us that have received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, He said we shall reign by eternal life in this world. Glory to God! Hallelujah! We reign in this world by the eternal life that we have because of our salvation in Christ Jesus. Amen. Walk out your salvation. Fear." And trembling. Glory to God. In James on verse 13. It says, For it is God which worketh in you. I want to pay attention to this. The word for assigns a reason to the verse before. He has instructed you to follow the path of obedience continuous obedience in walking out to salvation with fear of trembling. Then that tells you listen the incentive for doing this is that for it is God that is at work in you. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the incentive. What is God doing in you? He said but to will and to-do of his good pleasure. What is his good pleasure? That you walk out your salvation. That you live a life of victory on this earth. And that is his pleasure. In the Old Testament it says that God has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. That God has pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. it has pleasure when you prosper and I've told you prosperity is not just financial it's more than that it's you doing well in every area of your life including your finances so God has pleasure when you have money to invest in business you have money to use God has pleasure when you are living in good health god has pleasure when your marriage is in peace good harmony god has pleasure when your home is in all that your children are serving him and, and just follow him and loving him god has pleasure he's, he's, he has pleasure hallelujah when you are doing well in your career he has pleasure when you are doing well in all other relationships that you, are, you have god has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants and then you know that place says no good thing will he withhold from them that love him no good thing no good thing hallelujah amen so that is his good pleasure that he will he will not withhold withdraw from you anything that is good that is his pleasure that you prosper in every area of your life that is his pleasure going to God. That is his good pleasure. And he says, listen, it is God that is working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Let me read that from the, the New Living Translation. you see it clearer. Verse 13 Philippians 2, 13 For God is working in you giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So what does God do? He gives you the desire for it is God that walk and you put to will. That will is desire. He gives you the desire. And then and to do, the power to do His good pleasure. He it gives you the desire and the power to be able To make manifest in your practical experience on the earth His good pleasure, Hallelujah! And so, you are not the one that is going to is it is not in your strength that you are going to walk in divine health. It is not in your strength that you are going to walk in prosperity, financial prosperity. It is not in your strength you are going to have a good marriage. No, it is God that is at work in you. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You have to understand that God is at work in you. Glory to God. God is at work in me. So there is nothing I cannot achieve in this life. What Lord Paul says I can do all things. Through Christ that strengthens me. Glory to God. How does Christ strengthen me? By God that is in me. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And said hallelujah. Amen. He said God is able to do exceeding Abundantly above all that you ask of me, according to the power that worketh in you, and that is the power that is at work in you. God is at work in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Hallelujah! And what is that thing that pleases God? That you walk out your salvation, walk hard to give proof and show the result of your salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. That you are not just saved. The result of that salvation is clearly manifest in your life. Praise the Lord Jesus.